0: Hey, what's up friends? Welcome to episode number seven of the Get Rooted in Health podcast. So glad that you have tuned in today. We are in for a great topic talking about three basic things to start improving your health. I'm super excited for it, but today we're going to start things off with a review So this one comes from Emmy Fink. She says, so encouraging. Gabby is exactly the kind of woman you want to listen to. She is so knowledgeable and has such a joyful attitude towards life. She inspires me to thrive and grow. She encourages a lifestyle of healthy eating and is very passionate about how good movement is for our our bodies, all through the perspective of honoring God. This podcast is truly a gem. Wow. Thank you so much. That just really melted my heart. Um, And I just, I love everything that you said there and I just appreciate so much um, you taking the time to do that. So if you have not rated and reviewed the show, it means the world to me. If you would go ahead and pause this for a moment, scroll down, hit leave a review, and uh, just leave your honest rating and review, whatever it is. I am so grateful for it. And if you have not yet emailed me with any topic ideas, um, feel free to email me at gabby.flater at getrootedinhealth.com uh, you will, um, be able to reach me there with anything that you want to see more on the show. I love hearing feedback from you guys and want to be able to bring you exactly what you are looking for. Um, so feel free to do that. And, uh, my email is in the show notes below, but again, that is gabby.flater at getrootedinhealth.com. All right, let's jump into today's episode. Hey friend, welcome to the Get Rooted in Health Podcast. I'm Gabby Flader, a faith-led wife, mom of three, certified nutrition consultant, personal trainer, and passionate about changing lives. I know how frustrating it can be to navigate the health and wellness world. You want to be motivated to prioritize your well-being and wish you were more educated when it comes to cultivating a healthy home. Maybe you're a mom who's completely burnt out and needs a fresh perspective on life. Or you're searching for a place to feel seen, heard, and encouraged in a godly manner. No matter if you're doing the dishes, getting your sweat on, or drinking reheated coffee while watching the kids play, there is always an opportunity for growth. If you are ready to finally take action about these desires and are ready to learn, grow, and transform your mind, then you are in the right place. It's time to establish deeper roots so you can enjoy a more fruitful and fulfilling harvest. Let's dig in. All right, guys, so we are chatting about three basic things to start improving your health. Kind of going back to, man, a little bit of my uh, macro coaching days. I don't know if anyone that's listening it was a part of uh, my Get Macro Fit program and, uh, what did I call it macro lifestyle or something like that fueled up we changed it to fueled up uh, this was a program I did with a uh, former business partner of mine sandy and uh, we loved it and learned a lot from it and I've I've moved on from it but in a good way like it wasn't bad um, but it was a great stepping stone and uh, I'll be bringing more I'll be shining more light on this topic of macros what are macros tracking your food um, and just how that can be uh, a good tool to kind of jumpstart some things for you in terms of health uh, health goals. Um, but today I just kind of want to focus on some basic things and uh, just how to really, like what can I start doing to just start, just give myself a little jumpstart. And, you know, sometimes we think that we got to go ham and we got to go do all the things. We got to get to the gym at 5 a.m. We got to crush, you know, my cardio for, you know, an hour and, uh, you know, make sure I'm eating like only 800 calories and uh, yeah, like sleeping very little and yeah, it just society has just taught you wrong. Let's just say that. Okay. Okay. Uh, And I want you to really thrive and I really want you to find real success long term and so one thing that I really have learned along the way is this is life this is a marathon it is not a sprint so let's just cut the diet stuff let's just cut the magic potions and shakes and pills and I don't want to say programs because they're helpful um but like thinking that that is always the solution when honestly it's you it's you deciding to take matters into your own hands and starting to educate yourself like you are with this podcast and using those tools and resources to implement what what is already created like not like a uh formulated shake or just an expensive thing like honestly like just the things that are grown from the earth and the way god intended for your bodies to um, cycle through uh, detoxing and sleep and rest and light like daytime and nighttime and, and our society just really stripped away so much of that like natural rhythm and rhyme of what our bodies crave and what they need like we're always over stimulating it and not allowing it and giving it the opportunity to just um, thrive with basic things and then we just get stuck into the culture of diet culture and um there's just so much drama with that and people how many of you have hopped on and done something and sure you had great success but how many of you gained the weight back or the bad habits back and then more okay um Or how many of you did something and then started to have a whole other host of problems? Maybe you didn't really need to lose as much weight as you thought. And then you just ended up like having extra fatigue, extra burnout, hormones out of whack, hair falling out, no period, like all these things. Like there was a point in my life when I lost my period. And, um, you know, that'll be a great topic to touch on. But um, just understanding that there's no like... And you know, and I know you guys know this. There's no one size fits all type thing, but you have to understand our bodies are so complex and so beautifully designed, and you have to start um, tuning into it and listening, and allowing experts to really educate you. You got to start filling your your brain with knowledge. And there, I know there's so much out there. So you're like, Gabby, but where do I even start? It's so, um, oversaturated with articles and businesses and products. Like how do I know what to trust and what not to trust? And honestly, when it's, when it's someone who is super hard and fast with something, when someone's trying to tell you, when you get that feeling that someone's saying, this is the one way, um, you know, vegan is the one way. Paleo is the way uh, you know, don't eat any fat or eat all the fat. Like, okay. I'll just be honest. I'm at a place in my life. I don't follow, I don't follow any rules. I I don't really, I I deal with my own junk mentally. Yes. When it comes to like body image and, um, certain hangups around certain foods and, um, you know, that'll be good conversation to keep having here on this podcast. But, um, I want to just caution you to just be careful of people that really are one track minded that try to sell you tons of stuff and tell you that you just got to stay on this program but guess what you're not going to stay on that program forever like we're designed to just want to eat and not be bound by like measuring and and drinking liquids and popping pills and gummies and I don't even know what else is out there but like I did some of that stuff and um, yeah, it just was a lot of ended up being a lot of money, even though they're like, no, it's an investment in your health and yeah, okay, but you know i got I got other kids, and I've got a husband who wasn't always you know they're they're not doing all that stuff, and um, so I was spending a lot of money on me, and it just it just didn't make sense. So just want to kind of bring it all you know full circle here and just come. I just thought of three things right now. there are so many things I could talk about. Um, But three things that came to mind right away when I wanted to just encourage you in making steps towards um, improving your health. Uh, The first one that came to mind was fasting. Um, Now you're going to be like, Kevin, intermittent fasting, like either you're like all for it or you're like all against it. And I'm I'm actually here to kind of meet you in the middle. Um, I'm not super fond of women Um, So here's the thing. With a lot of studies, um, when someone talks to you about intermittent fasting and all the perks of like, you know, 18, uh, you know, hour fasting, or you only have a certain eating window of like four hours and women start doing that, um, a lot of studies that you're hearing people talk about and the success and stuff is all based off of men. Um, And that gives females such a disadvantage because then we hear this stuff and we, we try it. Um, And I'm not saying all of the studies, you know, you have to do your own research and pay attention to who you're listening to. I know some of you um, are very knowledgeable in this, in this area and have found things that work for you. And this again is a non, not a one size fits all, but in the general female world and population and anyone in general, men too, fasting 12 to 14 hours is be- does beautiful things for your body. So that just looks like stopping eating at 8 p.m. and you don't eat till 8 a.m. or 7 p.m. to 7 a.m. or 7 p.m. to 9 a.m. There's that extra two hours, you know, for 14 hours. Um, and it, when you go longer than that, your body just, it really messes with females' hormones. But what happens is a beautiful thing that happens in the 12 to 14 hours is your body is allowed the opportunity to wind down at night when we're not eating late. Um, and that can happen every now and again, but if you're doing that every night, I would encourage you to, I would challenge you with that. Um, you're you're going to have better rest and the ability to sleep better and your body to detox and f- and flush out the toxins, that time that you are not eating and especially that time when you're sleeping is a huge portion of when your body starts to process everything and I just I just picture it like separating all these different shapes and colors and things and it's like okay this goes here this goes there they're not working they're not eating they're they're just resting so here we go we're doing it and it's just sorting all the things and all the nutrients it wants to use here and and then it's like Okay, this is all the stuff we want to get rid of and flush it out. And so it's doing a lot of work while we're sleeping. And if we bog it down with, um, you know, the food at night and then, you know, or just stuffing your face right away in the morning without allowing that time, that 12 to 14 hours for it to do its full cycle, um, you're not reaping the best benefits of a simple, free, very, doable thing that you can do for your body. Um, and if you pair that with some walking in the morning, very low intensity heart rate between, I'm talking like, you know, everyone's got smart watches or Fitbits these days. So heart rate between, you know, 110 and 130, kind of all depends on the person. Um, but when you're walk, if you do like a 30 to 45 minute walk in that fasted state, um, that does wonders for your body as well. Um, really taps into those fat stores and uh, really uses those for energy, and um, just you might really just see improvements by just implementing this one thing, and it's completely free to you. So um, fasting, 12 to 14 hours, no longer, um, unless you are working with someone or you are highly educated in what that would look like for you, uh, with fasting, um, you know, keeping it at that and pair it with some walking if you want um, in the mornings, three days a week, and uh, you'll you'll start feeling um, feeling better. Uh, another thing would be just kind of start paying attention to the foods that you're eating. And I talked about, you know, macros and tracking. Um, so one thing, macros are the three main components that make up your food, fats, proteins, and carbs. They're the biggest source of your um calories. Those are what make up the calories, okay? Um, but one of them I want to focus on is protein. And uh, when you start to track your food, you may start to notice that you maybe don't get as much protein as um, you should be. Um, a good rule of thumb is about 0.5 to 0.8 grams per pound of body weight for your protein uh, You know, intake. Uh, People that lift and work out often, those of you that do that, 0.8 to 1 gram per pound of body weight. So if you weigh 135 pounds and you are an avid lifter and workouter person, I think I just made up a word, (laughs) workouter, fitness person, um, and you love hitting the gym, um, you should be getting close to that 135 grams as much as your body weight, um, you know, is. So But for general rule of thumb, 0.5 to 0.8 grams per pound of body weight. So you would just take your weight and multiply that by Um, 0.08 or 0.05, and that would tell you uh, what that would be. Hopefully I did that math right, but (laughs) if not, just just Google that. Um, So just tracking a little bit, and protein is the one I wanted to focus on, was just implementing a little more protein. It's going to make you feel more satiated. Um, more full for longer. It's going to do wonders in muscle recovery, um, muscle repair, and um, it is really, yeah, it's just, it's a huge building block to Um, getting leaner and just feeling fuller and it's it's great to um, have in a good healthy amount for your diet. Um, One way that I explained it in some of my coaching programs was think of it like adding logs to a fire. Uh, So your metabolism is the fire and the protein are the logs, and the more protein you add in, the more heat that's generated, the more that metabolism, that fire is going to be burning hotter and hotter, and so you're revving up that metabolism with that extra protein. So just think of it that way, and if you have no idea where you're at, I would track, track it for a little bit um, because that is where you're going to get a baseline and where you need to see improvement, and that is where I find tracking to be super helpful. Um, so adding more protein into your day, um, that is super, can be super simple to do. Um, you know, and whether or not you, um, follow a certain diet, you know, you have to find those sources for you. And, um, there's a lot of protein in, if you actually looked at protein and like vegetables, like broccoli, you would be surprised actually what's in a serving. I don't remember and recall it off the top of my head, but, Um, I was quite surprised one time when I looked, uh, but things like, uh, chicken breasts and turkey and, you know, lean ground beef and, um, let's see, we got tuna. We have eggs, egg whites are an easy way to add in extra protein, add some of those extra with, you know, um, with some eggs or on the side, uh, you know, adding protein powder to, you know, your smoothie, or to your oatmeal, or to your yogurt, there's Greek yogurt, there's regular yogurt, Um, you know, there's, there's just so much out there, and so you just have to get resourceful, get, have fun with it, um, and just plan and set yourself up for success, have these things on hand, have some easy things, you know, Um, whatever you prefer to, for your go-to source. Um, we have these amazing grass-fed beef sticks from Paleo Valley. We order them online. We love having them on hand. Super easy way to get an extra, you know, six to eight grams of protein. Great snack. Um, so, you know, you just have to find what works for you within, um, you know the ways that you you eat so, and just watch how that that helps you. You know, start your day off with some good protein and some healthy fats, and you're gonna feel fuller for longer, and you're not gonna be reaching for that muffin or um, whatever sugary thing just to help curb that hunger because you didn't eat enough for breakfast or you didn't fulfill enough of that protein intake um, at that time in the morning. So, uh, just really will benefit you and do you wonders. Uh, starting off your day for sure with that, but really focusing on getting um, a good amount at each meal. And here's a tip, like if you uh, figure out what that amount is in grams for, you know, how how much protein you are to be consuming, say you want to eat like four or five times a day, You could divide that amount, you know, let's say, let's go back to that 135 grams, divide that by four, and you should aim for that much protein at each meal. So, you know, just kind of play around with it. Um, Obviously, snacks may not be as higher in the protein, but, uh, you know, uh, maybe have those two snacks split up so when you add it together, it would be as if you had a whole meal and fulfilled that protein um, amount there. So, uh, I hope that that uh, encourages you and, and is helpful there. And then just another thing is really just being aware of your sugar intake. Uh, That's the third thing. I really want you just to focus on where, where are you loading on the sugar? Okay. It's so, um, highly consumed and overused in so many products and things that people don't even think about. Like they, like you just don't think about it. I have trained myself. So yes, I'm the weird one. Um, I honestly, I just, I don't don't prefer starting my day with creamer in my coffee that has five grams of sugar in a tablespoon because I know I'm not going to stop at a tablespoon and um, that's only for like every now and again and and that's it's I don't like to use the word treat because um, I just I have a lot of hang-ups around food words and diet words Um, but like I I look at it as a special time to be able to have that and I don't um, want to fall into the habit of uh, relying on that kind of a, a creamer for my coffee every morning, when I know that I can, I definitely love my coffee black, but I can definitely be okay with adding the stevia to sweeten it, uh, and and I'm good to go that way. Um, but there are the mornings when adding a little maple syrup to my coffee is wonderful. But you know, just being mindful of how much goes in. Um, so I would just encourage you to open your eyes. Go read some of the things that you know you eat on a daily basis. Go look at the labels and just check out what the added sugars say. Check out what kind of products you're eating um, that are just uh, processed, boxed, or bagged items. And, you know, carbs turn into sugar. So just be mindful of, like, those kinds of things that you're consuming. Um, I'd rather you be consuming, like, a sweet potato or just a regular potato over, like, potato chips or crackers or, or whatever, like it's just, it's a better wholesome nutrient dense option than, than those kinds of things. Um, but sugar hides itself in so much guys, check out your condiments, go in your fridge, check out your ketchup, check out your salad dressings, um, any uh, barbecue, barbecue sauce for all my BQ, BBQ lovers, um, check it out and, uh, you might need to start making some swaps. So, just being mindful of the sugar intake and, uh, you know, especially even at nighttime, like sure, we all love to have our, you know, a little dessert and that's awesome. Love it. Uh, I did too. Um, so just being mindful some nights, it should just look like some really dark chocolate. Um, and other nights it can be ice cream or cookie or, Uh, whatever you you made but just being mindful of um, sometimes that doesn't allow you to sleep well the extra sugar i remember when we were celebrating our birthdays a couple weeks ago um, our thing we just we are not cake people but we i'm a sucker for some good ice cream if you've not had costco's ice cream you know costco's just gonna have to sponsor me one of these days we're just gonna have to put it out there (laughs) um costco's ice cream guys is mm, so good the vanilla oh my gosh It's just, it's the best and it only has like four or five ingredients versus when we used to buy Kemps and we would feel just crummy after it and have such gut wrap because the ingredients were junk. Um, But that's what we grew up with and so then all of a sudden, you know, we just ventured off and found something um, better. It's so creamy um, and the ingredients don't make us feel crummy. But anyway, so we love making ice cream cake. We're not cake people, but ice cream. So we make ice cream cake probably only once or twice a year for ourselves um and my husband and I we uh, make that for our birthdays and we share it for like a week and uh, if it lasts that long I'll be honest we didn't let our kids have any (laughs) I my mom made me a cake this year Uh, she's like don't make yourself a cake so I was like okay so the kids got that um and I had some of it too it was great And, uh, but then my husband's birthday is close to mine. So we, we made this one and, uh, yeah, we consumed it all. So one night I had it super late and I had a little more than I wanted, but I was just like, I was, I made this and I, like two days before we were going to have it. And I was just like dreaming of it. Like, I just want to eat it. So I may have had a little more than I probably planned on, especially after having a dinner out with him and a drink. Um, yeah, we put the kids to bed, and I was like, "I'm having this cake," and I just didn't sleep well. I've had I, I woke up a lot, and to be honest, I had like these hot, weird hot flashes, and I just I don't know. I did not, I did not feel good. Um, so just paying attention to what that does for you at nighttime, um, and and just being mindful of that. I make a lot of things uh, either with like cutting the sugar in half, or I've learned to bake with monk fruit, or. Um, yeah, just, just really, uh, cutting back on that or just keeping it, you know, uh, sweetened with fruit or, um, I love using, I mean, sugar is sugar. So when you're using honey or coconut sugar or maple syrup, those so-called cleaner sugars, like sugar is sugar. Okay. So if you're going to use a cup of sugar or a cup of syrup, both things are sugar. Um, so it's just different sourced and, um, yeah, just, just wanted you to be mindful of that. So fasting paired with some walking, um, you know, making sure you're getting enough protein in your diet based on your level of activity in life. Make sure that you, um, you know, track that for a little while to kind of get a baseline and know where you're going, uh, and how to make adjustments and just reducing your sugar intake and swapping things out, uh, and, and just, going and reading. First step is reading the labels of what you have in your fridge and in your pantry and assessing where what things you're eating on a regular basis each day uh, so that you can make better informed decisions. That is my goal, is always to help you make better informed decisions. Um, you're free to do whatever the heck you want, okay? Uh, if you want to go and get your your Slurpee or Slushy or whatever you call those things, Frosties or something from You know speedway or a gas station and that's your jam um okay great um but you didn't hear that uh encouragement from me to go do that all the time uh you know you 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 know where you need to make adjustments and um what will make you feel better and we just have to be willing to make those make that happen so with that being said i hope that you found value here i hope you took notes i hope that this was encouraging as always share this with a friend uh, who you know would benefit from this and i'm just so grateful for you guys and for this time spent with you i look forward to uh, our next episode next week and chatting with you guys then but i hope that you have a amazing week be blessed and we will chat soon bye